It's a brand new week and you deserve something fresh. That's all you're going to get when it comes to the fresh tunes on a fresh Monday. What time is it? We are. It doesn't matter what time is it on Monday because it's the right time. It's the right time to be sitting in the podcast. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Table Talk. That's right. We are your host for this morning, afternoon. Why would you be? Does anyone listen to this in the afternoon? I would like, say maybe, maybe yes. If you're eating lunch alone, don't have any no. social interaction. Plug we are in. eating lunch with you. We are eating lunch with you right now. Today, how how have you been, Benghan? Today has been a sleepy day. Okay, I've been good. Uh, depending on what time of the day you hear this, uh, it's been busy. Uh, life has been interesting. Yeah, can't can't say I'm complaining. How, I just want to take you, a. Wait, uh, how have you been? I don't know, man. You can't, you can't just. You know, expect people... Yeah, it's true. You see, a lot of people don't do that. Person, yeah. I'm so used to asking the question of how you are. Nobody asked me back the question. No? So, I think people might be thinking we're going to do a mental health question today. But well, how you been? I've been... Uh, I've been struggling, man. Wow. I've just been... I don't know. There have been pockets in, in, in my day. I just... I'm glazed and I don't know what's going on half the time. But Sounds I have to, like... I, I, I need a nap, dude. <laughs> <laughs> like a one-month nap. Okay. Uh, but you know what helps glazing over? Krispy K-pop. Oh, Chris- Did not see that coming. Krispy Kreme. I think, I think the reason why you're glazing over is because of Krispy Kreme. I don't have enough Krispy Kreme. All right. Uh, anyone out there who is like a health trainer, uh, just hit us up, I think. No, I do have a health trainer. His name is Joseph. Yeah, but <laughs> Joseph broke his legs. He did. He's not recovering. <laughs> he is. can't really train m- many things right now. Well, speaking of training, <laughs> oh, I think we kind of really dropped. Drop, uh, he let the cat out of the bag. Today, we are talking about something that's close to my heart. Very much so. Um, I mean... I'll be lying if I say it's close to mine. It has its phases. Mingyu pulled through a really rough time in his life yeah. because of this. Um, yeah. This was what kept me going. It, he, he spent a very lonely two years in the outskirts of UK. And what really got him going through this was seeing girls dance and sing on screen. And boys as well. You know what it we're talking help. about. It doesn't yep. help yep. if <laughs> I say boys. You guys know what we're talking about today. We're going to be talking about the amazing phenomenon called K-pop. K-K-K. And not just that, why K-pop actually works. Yeah, I think a lot of people talk about K-pop. Mm. Um, we're not here to educate you about which bands to hear. I mean, besides Twice, I don't know what else you're talking about, man. <laughs> we can suggest, uh. but why in the world... Does K-pop work? Yeah, and you know, if you're listening in and you have no idea... Um, what K-pop is. What is, this is a great one for you to be relevant. Uh, you know, listen yeah. in so you can talk to your friends about it. No, for real, I... I I think K-pop is a great, um, it's a great icebreaker. It's and a great conversation starter. It has become big enough in this world. Mm. If you ignore this, I, I, am, I know what's for you. It's as big as Hollywood, I it would is, feel. It is as right? big as Hollywood. So if you have no idea what K-pop is, take a, take a pause on the podcast. Just type in K-pop on Spotify or Apple Music and yeah. you're going to find some crazy playlists. I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure Spotify has curated playlists for K-pop. Yeah. Uh, and K-pop does not just mean the boppy ones, yeah. the, the, the the girl groups. It's there's not just great that. jazz, there's great R&B. Now we'll call it K-jazz though. K- I don't know. I guess. We'll, we'll go into that. So, okay, before we continue with our discussion, um, for everyone who's listening, what what is, what is your first experience of K-pop? When were you first exposed to this phenomenon man when was your what was your do you remember your first of course i remember because it was you who introduced the whole family to k-pop you literally just hey no, guys 
Like that was second gen. SNSD. You were the first one to actually introduce I kickoff was, to me. Huh? I Rain. was actually watching J J Pop. Oh yeah, but I was. Yeah. I guess I I watched the video, but yeah. I wasn't really following. It's more of like. Let's hey, talk about that. No, no, so so pre pre K pop. It's J pop. J pop was massive. Oh my god. I remember J pop was like like in Malaysia at least. I don't know about you guys or, or anywhere else, but in Malaysia, um, Japanese Japanese, Japanese culture and Japanese, Japanese stuff. Actually, it wasn't even J pop. It's J rock. J rock. J rock was where is that? J rock was where is that? Because there was such a huge uh, following for anime. Yeah, and, and and manga. So, kind of. I think we just kind of like like the music. Yeah, it kind of made sense for us to listen to J Rock because most of the cartoons openings all had J Rock in it. J mm. Pop though, I remember the days where the f- watch really. F- what was that called? Thin eyebrowed men. Yeah, that was really weird. Uh, in in boy bands, but no, and then there was like what AKB forty eight and stuff like AKB, that. AKB right? the forty eight so, girl group. Yeah. So, we're not. I mean, J-pop is still around. It's still alive. It's still kicking. It is. But what swept over right after that in the maybe I want to say close to two thousand and ten, the the, um, the rise of the Wonder Girls. Yeah. Right. That was a pivotal moment in the J-pop, the K-pop transitioning. Yeah. And we talk about K-pop today because compared to even Japanese pop or rock, K-pop has become a freaking phenomenon it's a staple dude it's it's, it's, here to stay. it's a lifestyle now yeah. it's it's not a trend anymore guys yeah. it is a thing it is a force to be reckoned with yeah. it is the probably the only rival to the billboard 10 that i yeah like, i would say so I, myself. I, because it is huge so what but why does it work today we're going to be talking about why why is it not what you know people have been saying it's a phase it'll go away mm. why is it still here okay so let's let's kick off the podcast by saying i don't think it's just the music no like i don't think music is i mean okay some songs are great but even for the favorite groups that i have i'm very quick to admit some of the songs suck right I mean, they're not amazing like not, whoa not every day is sunday they're not pulling out like yeah. freaking like hans zimmer kind of quality right right um but I think it's it's the it's the package that comes mm. with uh, the whole K-pop presentation. That, that that's why people kind of stick to it. So right. my first experience with K-pop was besides Rain. Um, I was actually introduced to the world of K-pop in two thousand nine, um, when the Wonder Girls had this song called Nobody. Oh, and everyone. I would I would say. Everyone knows this. Everyone knows There's this song. There's nobody who does not know the tune of it. Yeah, it's cross-cultural. It's yeah. cross... It's every. It's cross everything. And, that that and was virality in its purest it form. It was really weird for me because I was so used to listening to like Japanese music. Yeah. And so I would hear these new syllables and, and, and words that were so different. And I watched oh. and I'm like, wow, these girls can dance and Actually, they can now sing. now you think about it, last time Korean sounded quite weird. It sounded really and weird. And now everyone's like, oh, it's such a beautiful language. <laughs> That's yeah. right. I would say that... Uh, the the essence of why K-pop is amazingly huge is because it did it unlike what people think it did not start in the two thousands it started no, way no. before that way so back. it has a very big foundation in what Korea is uh, there's a blaze through some facts right um, the K-pop industry is made of three powerhouses. Um, three big powerhouses. Not anymore. I mean, but but with current, with, yeah. yeah. In the past, to, <laughs> in the past, maybe f- ten years, there were three pillars of there the three pillars. Yeah. Why don't you you tell people about the so three pillars? So everyone knows them by the big three, and I think they came to power more so in like the two thousands. After two thousands, um, there's this group called there's a management company called YG, 
people pretty much uh, know Big Bang. Big Bang, 21. 21. Uh, now it's like icon winner. Blackpink. Uh, Blackpink. Blackpink's now in, in YG as so well. People don't know the, the, the holding company, but you definitely know the groups coming yeah. out of it. What and else? then right. second one is uh, SM. SM Ooh. is, is everyone knows SM. Yeah. SM is such a big company. This was probably the first big company. Yeah. Because they, they really did really well. They pushed out Girls' Generation. Girls', Girls Generation, TVXQ, Super Junior, XO, FX. Oh my FX, gosh. So Timeless many. Timeless groups. Right now, current favorite from SM has to be Red Velvet. Red Velvet is oh, currently. I, I didn't even know they were from SM. Oh, surprise. Okay. Red and Velvet. then last but not least uh, is JYP. JYP on so, top of his game right JYP. now. JYP. JYP is a very interesting one. They had, He had Rain. Yeah. And then he had 2pm, 2am, Wonder, Wonder Girls. Everyone, Miss A. And then um, he just didn't, didn't figure it out. Like, they for disappeared a for a while. Yeah. And now they have twice. Oh, Itzy, Day 6, God 7. What is... It's something pretty, happened pretty in JYP. Nuts. Yeah. And he figured it out. Yeah. So JYP, I personally... YG and JYP were the founding fathers of what we, the Western world, we're not the Western world, but what a lot of people know about K-pop. Because Rain was probably the first. Yes, Rain was. Even going back, Lee Hyori. Lee Hyori, right? um, she was in SM actually. Oh, SM, okay. If I'm not wrong, these, she was yeah, from a group called SM. These yeah. guys are like the the pioneers. Like mm. Rain was this super muscular, good looking guy compared to like all the J-pop right. artists. Who could dance? Like who he, could dance? he could dance. He oh was my amazing. lord! He was the neo of the K-pop world. Yeah, the 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 Michael Jackson neo. Like to be honest, N-E-Y-O. prior to like Rain, right? All the best dancers were from America, and then yeah. suddenly you're like, eh, guy. Asians can dance or so. Wow, well, he he like gravity didn't apply to wow. him. To be to be honest, uh, and and from there, I guess, but but it, but Rain didn't blow up like the Wonder Girls. Yeah, I would. I would also say that in the timing of social media rising up, mm. in, with in the internet getting better, it's Facebook it, it man. worked for the Wonder Girls. Friends and, and Facebook pushed Wonder Girls. Yeah, and that was it. Yeah. That was history, and people know K-pop because of these amazing people. Okay, uh, quickly coming back to the three companies that we're talking about. So the reason why, um, or, or the reason how K-pop works, Korean pop for everyone who's still in the dark about mm. it. Um, these companies, when we refer to them, they're not just management companies for the groups, right? No. Um, um, I think the whole K-pop uh, environment and, atmosphere, and yeah, is 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 founded upon a system which has been in place for years and is still in place. Yeah, and it surprisingly works. So what happens is that these three companies and other companies, um, what they do is they scout young talents from a young age, like really young, like be- <clears throat> below ten years old, like five, six, seven years old. They're scouting talents and they get these kids to come in and audition. They dance, they sing, they act. And from there, these companies decide to invest into this young child. Their talents. Right? And this is essentially how K-pop, the K-pop industry works. Because what they do is that they invest money and time and training into a child in hopes that in a couple of years... In 10 years' time? In, yeah, in 7 10 years' time, this child will be ready to be a K-pop idol. Mm-mm. And the word idol, idol here, I think people still don't really know how it's being used. Right. But the, the term idol in K-pop refers to a performer... Mm. Uh, who sings or dances and is part of a yeah a K-pop group? Yeah, it's it's not anything religious to do with. Yeah, it's not like le- like you don't you don't pray. I mean, a lot of people actually yeah. so, pray to so, them. So so um, I 
as compared to the Western industry mm. where bands are self-made, mm. you know, you, you perform on your own. There's no formal training. Yeah. Uh, you just pray to God and play a show and yeah. hope someone sees you and you get signed. K-pop is extremely structured. It's systematic. It's systematic. It's crazy. And it's almost like a factory of training and turning That's right. Up. Yeah. It is super, super disciplined. Yeah. In 2012, the Wall Street Journal reported that the cost of training one of these idols at one. least at least one of these idols under a company such as SM Entertainment. So think back to Girls' Generation, anyone from like Taeyeon to Jessica to Sunny, right? They would average a cost of 3 million USD. Per person. Per person. So if you have nine girls, oh my you got to spend 27 million USD on yeah. their training and yeah. their, like they become K-pop idols, right? So, but... Yeah. The minute they take off. The minute they take off. That thing, that, that pays back real fast, man. Like, I would say the current cash cow for the K-pop industry is either Twice. It's or Twice and Blackpink. Blackpink. Yeah. Like, Twice, nine, MBTS, nine girls. Nine girls, right? <laughs> nine yeah. girls. Uh, Blackpink's got four. And then we're not even talking about the boy groups yet. My gosh. Like, EXO, BTS. EXO, BTS. GOT7. Like, these guys, basically, they've already signed their lives away. Yeah, basically. So that was actually another point that we want to talk about, right? Right. I think uh, we're, we're going back between the the what it is and kind of like just the insights about it. Uh, everyone wants to be a K-pop star today. Yeah, but you guys are already losing out. Yeah. Because number one... These kids have 10 years on you. <laughs> yeah, these kids have 10 years on you. And also, like, if you start looking at it, like, essentially, it's Korean pop, right? Yeah. But then a lot of non-Koreans are jumping into the whole K-pop industry. Oh my God, there's this and white, there are, white... Yeah, Korean there are, like, groups. white groups. There are, in, there are Malaysian ah, K-pop groups. Yeah, there are yeah, Indonesian yeah. K-pop groups. And yeah. all these people want to jump in because it's yeah. such a... It's such a attractive lifestyle but right. like what you just said the minute you actually sign with one of these companies you're essentially you sign signing your life away, your life away. Yeah. Um, back when it was the second generation of K-pop yeah. alright so just to give you guys a small reference mm. we are listening to the third generation of K-pop which is Blackpink BTS Red Velvet God 7 the first generation are people that you don't even know Probably you don't even know, you know. Some, some lah. You yeah, probably know some. Yeah, I mean, JYP, the founder of one of the groups, comes from a group called, oh good lord, Seo uh, Taiji and no, Boys. Yeah, that's no, that's YG. That's not JYP. Oh, sorry, wait, no, YG. Yeah. Even JYP was a solo performing artist, yes, and these was, guys yeah. were like considered first gen. But I remember when it was second gen. This was the era of Big Bang. So uh, second gen started about 2000, 2001, 2000, two three. Yeah, yeah. two thousand ish, the early two yeah. thousands. Um, I I know I knew a group called Brown Eyed Girls and 2AM Brown Eyed Girls, yeah. and it was a very big thing in the industry to have like dating reality shows yes, because yes. when you sign your your life to these guys they literally control even the relationship aspects of your Correct. life you are not allowed to date Correct. you are not allowed to do anything because they yeah. want to preserve your image of single yeah. idol Right, yeah, and that kind of brings in even more male or female fans. Yeah, it is crazy. The contracts, I mean, it's gotten better now. It's, but yeah, the there's been a lot were, of lawsuits. Were man. insane. So let's talk about why we think it works. Like you, yeah. you know, you have there's this. <clears throat> I so for me, when I started to jump into the rabbit hole of K-pop, the first group I kind of looked that looked at was Wonder Girls, but then they didn't have many songs. They went to the US. I started my journey in 2010 with. SNSE, Girls' Generation, right? Mm. And um, what it was, was that I started listening to their songs, mm. but they only have so many songs, 
right? They don't have like you. You can't like listen to it over and over and over again. They're not those kind of songs. Like, I, mm. I, I think my style of music, I could listen to like, like our friends like Cesare, Charlie Lim, right, right. Willows, you know, Sek How, and like these are that's kind of music I'll listen to. But right. I don't know if I would have them on repeat like the like G and <laughs> tell me your and genie. Like I it's, don't know. Yeah, I, I don't. I wouldn't listen to that. Because it's too poppy. It's too poppy. It's way too poppy. It's like eating sugar like three hours in a yeah, row. Yeah, it's a bit matcha. Okay. So what what worked for me and why I decided to stay on and how I got caught up with this is that the Koreans, the Koreans, are, they are genius, right? Yeah. Entertainment in Korea still revolves heavily around television. Yes. Like their television networks are so strong yeah. uh, with KBS and SBS and all these all these channels that there's so much content that's made especially for the Korean people. Yeah. So what they do is that when you are a K-pop idol, you not just you don't just operate in the music realm. Mm. You have to do your rounds on yeah, TV yeah, shows, yeah. on variety shows, in yeah. movies, you know. Yeah. And you know that you're a big group if you hit certain variety shows. Mm. I.e. Running Man. Nobody Running in man. this planet should not know what Running yeah, Man yeah, yeah, is. It yeah. is one of the best, yeah. personally thing, one of the best written game shows of it all is. time. It is genius. Because these guys, right, if you're talking about, no, there are better game shows. Yeah, yeah. Show me a game show which is in the hundreds of episodes I right know, now. Man. And continually give amazing games, yeah. unique games every single yeah. episode. And so it's, 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 it's variety shows like Running Man mm. and Happy Together and, you know, Invincible Youth. All these shows that take that take K-pop idols who you see on stage or in like music videos right. and they put them in very relatable situations for their personality to show. Maybe that's the one that's one of the big factors why K-pop works that's is because why. they have a very big appreciation, yeah. a local appreciation yeah. for their local talent. Correct. It's true. It works because true, everyone yeah. in Korea wants to watch Korean stuff. That's right. And they want to not just watch, wow, you're a good artist. I can't wait to see you in a movie. Mm. Oh, you're, good, you're a good singer. I can't mm. wait to see you on a variety show. Yeah. And and the entertainment industry encourages that yes. because they just cycle the talents around because it makes it makes it makes money for everyone. It does. Oh my gosh, your music artist is great. Come to my show. Uh, my show will get them even more viewers because it's not a music show, and you get paid. Yeah. And it's just a, an amazing ecosystem. Like I think K-pop works first because it firstly it first works in their country itself. Yeah. I think when you look at it, right, you're not selling music per se. You are selling personality. Yeah. You're selling. Like uh, made up personality. Yeah, you're, I mean, yeah, made up personality, Quote, unquote, or, personality. Or what we see on the screen is yeah. who they're supposed to be, right? And that's how K-pop actually works. Yeah. K-pop sells you an image or this identity of a person that makes you fall in love with them. So for me, it was at that point of time, I was in love with SNSD. I, I love who they were on the screen. I'm like, oh, they're so dorky. They're so funny when they're not singing, right? Yeah, and, and SNSD, compared to what the Western groups do with five or three girls, yeah. Just in case you didn't like one of them, they had yeah, eight more they girls had, to choose. They like you had nine girls to choose from. Yeah, uh, in, and, if, if you didn't like their style or the way that they were like uh, yeah, funny yeah. or anything, and there right? are actually specific roles in yeah, each there are. Yeah, for each of the girls in yes, the group. Yeah. just in case you didn't like one. So of them. So there's like leader, there's yeah. vocalist, there's always one, a leader. Two. There is dancer one, correct. Two. Then there's the visual one who yeah. is like who, in charge no of talent. being pretty. Literally no talent but she looking pretty. Just needs to look pretty. Yeah. And then there's the funny one. And then now got rappers. And now there's rappers. Yeah. Yeah. So like you could see even in the way that if you look at any K-pop group structure or bio on the internet, hmm. they will have these titles um, next to their name. Yeah. And if you think about it, 
it's like a menu where you can have a different pick of anything. Yeah, and they're smart because yeah. from season to season, they swap the they roles swap around, around and they highlight they different roles. Case on point, Twice is the most successful at this. Yeah. Because it's not just... Nine girls, a, man. Yeah, it's not just a success to find these roles. It's a success to find these roles and the girls look good. Yeah. Twice is a very rare group that they have personality, looks, and talent nailed down each member. Yeah. That's insane. Like, the amount of training and auditioning that they had to go through. Yeah. Whoa. That being said, I mean, we're not... I, 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 think, I think K-pop groups... I'm going to be very objective here as much as I, I love them. K-pop groups are not as... They're not skilled musicians. They are a, tr- a vast majority of them are not skilled musicians. Yeah, they, they are just trained. Yeah, they're just trained something. to maybe some of them are... Some of them are good singers. Yeah. Right? Like... like, like um, like Rose or, or or Jenny from Blackpink. Like those girls are really good Hyolin. singers. Hyolin is an amazing the, singer. The Beyonce, but then there Beyonce. are people like like Bora who's just pretty and can dance. Mm. She can't really sing. She can kind of rap, mm. right? And um, we're calling it out, but I got to be objective. I, I know that there are members in Twice who don't sing very well live. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Obviously, um, like Zuyu. Like Zuyu, she's Zuyu, okay. She's okay, but she's not great. She's not like Jihyo or Nayeon, yeah. right? So here's the thing. Like we... I mean, because maybe we are also kind of like doing entertainment in some sense. Um, I, I love to be objective about K-pop. And, all, and even though a group that I like comes up with a new song um, that isn't good, I know that it's not good. But I also know that I have a higher love beyond the song. It's, yeah. it's about loving the image. It's about loving the personalities. That's right. why we, we, we enjoy it. K-pop works because they have, they have developed the fandom beyond the yeah, song. Yeah. So you got a bunch of people who will love them and die for them yeah. no matter what. Correct. Because their export is not music. It's not. It yeah. is the whole package. It's all the And yeah. that is crazy. So if you look at it right, um, how K-pop works is that they will come back with a song. A lot of times, not like Western artists, Western artists come back with a full album. All right? Yeah, and all they got to do is like sell a song. Yeah. In, 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 in K-pop, they come back with like one main song, their title song, and then they have maybe like a, a four-track EP, yeah. which is pretty weird, you know? But that's what they do. They have this thing called comebacks. Mm. And what happens is that the, the girl or guy groups will come back and they'll do a song for a couple like six weeks or five weeks, yeah, and then they'll disappear. Mm. You won't see them. You'll probably see them on like variety shows or performing at like different events, but they won't have anything new per se mm. until... A quarter of a year later, half a year later, and then suddenly they appear again, and they look with a brand new look, totally different. And then it's it, it's a new concept. So maybe they could be doing something cutesy. This yeah. time it's a bit more adult, more you know, more edgy, right? It's very tailored. Is they know they, what they're they, doing. None of this is by accident or like oh, it's I not, feel yeah. like dyeing my hair blue tomorrow. No, no, no. no. It is a they know calculated step. Yes. So. Again, K-pop works because none of this is by accident. Yeah. It has been planned. The minute they're like, okay, you know what? We're going to put you into this group. You're going to be mm. here. In the next five years, this is going to happen over one, two, three, four, fifth year. Mm. And you're going to be in this role and this role. We're going to do this. It is. They have got an entertainment down to formula. Yeah. And it is working. So, like, if we talk, talk again about the personality, like selling personality, right? Mm. Um, even personality is a formula. Even personality is a formula. Oh like they gosh. have beyond the the functional roles in groups, there are also like secondary function in girl groups and like, boy like, groups, like right? What? So for example, in Twice, 
Jonghyun, yeah. her title yeah. is girl crush. Oh. She is she is made to be the girl crush of the girls for girls. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah, because she's it, a bit more colder. She's a bit more you know edgy, right? Right, right. But that's her secondary role in the branding department, right? Right. And so even a group like for example, okay, I'm gonna turn it back a little bit. In 2000 and I want to say early 2010s, right? Um, yeah, the start of this decade, there was a group called 2AM. And these are four Korean men who have incredible vocal skills. These guys are yeah. basically a Korean ill devo. Yeah, yeah. They sing ballads and yeah. ballads, you don't really dance much, right? Yeah. But I think what made them really shine wasn't just their vocal skills or or, or anything of that they're performing because mm. you know using ballads how how exciting can you get I mean think about Westlife yeah they're, uh, they're cool they're I love cool, them but that's it how can I love them more correct right? how do you love them as a that person that is what JYP did to plant their um, members of 2AM into variety shows yeah I would say that he, he intended to just do that but things took a turn for the even more extreme correct when one of the members personally loved this guy as well uh, his name is Joe Kwon. Yeah. Nobody from 2020 uh, variety era will not know him because yeah. he was called the god of variety as he well. He was the god of variety. This shows. is a ballad singer, probably the best singer in the group. I think he actually is. Yeah. Like he is perfectionist singing level, yeah. but he was the variety. He was the most king. ratchet. Yeah. Member. He was. He was even before. Uh, oh my gosh, who's the tall guy, Running Man, Guangzhou. Ah, yeah. This was this guy was Guangzhou. Man. This was the king of variety before Guangzhou, yeah. and it worked. It for some reason yeah. it worked and JYP actually was not for it like he yeah, was like he was can quite you worried, please actually. behave because please behave there was this duality in the identity of Joe Kwon he was in I mean on stage and in music videos and as 2AM he was yeah. this classy very proper very prim proper very right. emotional uh, man who would sing but at the same time in variety shows he'd oh be screaming my shaking his butt you know and, and just like people love it people loved it and any variety show he went to was it was a great episode it was a hit immediately yeah, no joke I got I, I discovered so many variety shows because of him yeah. because I just wanted to watch anything he was you in you see so that is how it works right for correct. you because I just wanted you, to follow him because you like this guy correct correct you want to see him on every other platform I didn't even care if he sang yeah I just wanted to see because correct. he was so good at it you see so that I think that's a great case to, to kind of like note he liked the singer not just for his singing. Yeah, I forgot about the singing after a while. And even when they stopped singing, I just kept following him. You still him. kept, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's the best example of how personality is sold yeah. for, I mean, sells for K-pop groups, right? Yeah. Um, I mean, we, we were kind of talking about how K-pop is such a phenomenal now right that it's, it's it's a global thing people are appreciating all over the world you know there, there are music there are k-pop concerts happening in like mm. south america in europe mm. in, in not just asia and so there's a demand for it and uh we were just talking about this when we were thinking about this episode that you know south korea's biggest export besides samsung <laughs> yeah. is actually k-pop and here is the larger picture of why it actually works mm. because when your country acknowledges singing and dancing as a product of export you can bet your buns yeah. that they're going to be pumping everything they can into, into making sure this works that's, right. that's why their k-dramas look amazing mm. that's why mm. their music videos are insane mm. is because the whole ecosystem the economy works in the favor of people of like these this. human talents right and and the stark difference is like look at look at where we are in malaysia right now our as main export is petroleum and yeah palm oil. yeah and it is our industry the industry of our creative industry that is not even on that list of exports yeah yeah so 
if we've ever wondered why something isn't working in a country, they're proud of it. There yeah. are bigger things at at play. We yeah, are really definitely. part of our. We are really part of our petroleum. One thing mm. that's why our Petronas ads have a lot of cash because yeah, it that's works. true. That's if you true. think about it, it's a lot about the bigger picture in the economy of a country and mm. in Korea. People don't aim to be doctors. People aim to be, to singers, be idols yeah. and singers. That's right. If that's right. That is the social impact that's a, on the citizens. That's a massive point because I mean, yeah, whenever we go there, there's tons of music schools. So, dude, so there have been so many times. Ben and I have been in in an Airbnb in Korea. Yeah. And right next to our 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 house or place, there are kids practicing Piano in their room, and singing at night. And they are amazing. Yeah. Right? There's so much pride when it comes to the human talent mm. in Korea that they're looking at tourism and, 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 and cultural entertainment um, to be the main export. So we've worked with uh, the Korean Tourism Organization. Yeah. I've, I've done some work with the Korean Embassy in Malaysia. And, mm. and, and there is a very huge focus on actually um, sharing and spreading the... They call it the K-wave, right? Yeah. So it's not just K-pop. It's K-drama, yeah. K-entertainment in general. Yeah. And there's a very huge demand for it because the world has its eyes on Korea when it comes to entertainment. And I think it's yeah. for good reason too. They're, they're, they're a standard they are a standard on yeah. their own. Mm. Like no one even compares them to Hollywood at this point because they are just that different yeah. and that good. Yeah. But, and, and we've not even talked about the movies yet. We've not even talked about series no, and dramas not, yet. No. We've not even started on variety shows even. Yeah. This is just the music scene. Yeah. And it's already like such a huge part of everything we know in entertainment. Yeah. It's just, it just gives, you know, it, you can't think K-pop on its own and say it's uh, it's working because yeah. it's working. It is a whole system a whole of system. things in place that makes it work. Yeah. And it is not by accident. It is not like, oh, they just have a couple of viral videos. Psy was a big thing. That's why it's working. I'm like, uh, uh, no, I, it is, it's not. It's not just that. So for everyone who's listening to this and, and, and you might be saying to yourself, I'm not a K-pop fan. I never will be, right? Um, that's something I actually took as a personal challenge to two of my friends. Yeah. Uh, actually, a lot of people... Say this to me, you. Yeah, because he was one of the early, early ambassadors of K-pop in in, in our circle. Like I have a lot of people who are like, I don't like K-pop, lies. I'll never like it. Mm. And what I did was I showed. So I have these two friends. Okay, their name is Derek and Joshua. And what happened was uh, we were on for a bro trip. We were just hanging out, and I said, uh, then they were like, Hey, Ming, why you keep listening to these like SNSD girls? Not nice, also the song. And I'm like, bro, give me one night, right? And what I did was I, I took them through the journey that I went on. I didn't show them any music, right? I didn't show them any music. I showed them a one-hour variety show, which they watched. I showed them like 20 clips on YouTube of the girls doing different things like in shows and variety shows. Mm. And by the end of that night, both of them were massive fans. They still hadn't listened to any music, mind you. They only knew these girls were like a part of a group. And the next day, they just like, they were listening to their own or to, to it on their own. Yeah. And so like for me, I know for a fact that K-pop music, if you don't like it, it's fine. Yeah. It's the person. It'll it's get the to package. you somehow. The music will. will be there. <laughs> it will. You will end up listening to, to, to their playlist on Spotify. Yeah. I mean, um, it helps us all. All of them are eye candy. They are also pretty. I mean, K- and even the guys also. So pretty. industry, plastic surgery is top notch. Just saying. Uh, I mean, which, which also because it also caters to their export. It does. It, it if does. it helps your export, of course, it's going to be a thing. Yeah. You know, so we, we've talked a lot about how K-pop works as beyond just music, right? Yeah. Uh, how it's, 
it's a package how it's, it's, people it's really not just a song it's really guys. not man it's, so it's if not. you guys are still listening to this and, and want to try for yourself um, why don't you build a playlist for them I might have to do yeah, a video a, playlist for you guys build a Spotify playlist for them and by the end of the playlist maybe you'll find something yeah because even if like you're like me right if you like bands yeah they're K-pop bands so I'm gonna leave you guys we're gonna end we're gonna end the podcast with this yeah. uh, which I feel is a very very good example of how success writes not just on the music yeah so in 2000 and oh I cannot remember I want to say 2000 and 14 or 15 Not too long there ago. was JYP the entertainment company yeah, yeah. they launched this show called 16 right oh, and so what it was it was right. a variety show where mm. the trainees in their company there was like 20 girls in there mm. the trainees in the company would compete to make it to, to, to the finals and the final maybe like five we'll get a group, would right? become a group we'll like they would as debut a as, a, as a girl group yeah. he, so just know right that's freaking genius that's genius you're already gonna debut them yeah. why don't make a show out of it so like <laughs> Korea was watching this happen right, right? and um, and, and, and what happened was every week like you watch someone get eliminated you watch oh. them do different challenges they would have to go like variety show challenges then they have to do song challenges dancing learning new stuff and everyone had a personality like yeah. they had enough camera time for you to get to know them yeah. and even then I had my favourites right I had my favourites and I had no idea if these girls were ever going to debut as a group did some of them not make it some of them did not make it okay 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 um, but long story short after like how many weeks right these girls like they they ended up to be like nine of them. They right. got chosen and they debuted uh, like half a year later as twice. And that debut. And the debut was one of the biggest debuts in a long it is, time. No, it is the biggest debut of K K-pop history for a for a band that people had not even heard a song yet. Yeah, the amount of support and excitement we, for it was insane. Yeah, we call them rookie groups, yeah. right? <clears throat> because they just debuted. Yeah. No one knows. Uh, they moved on from just being a rookie group to being the top debut rookie yeah. group. They won literally almost all the awards with that one year, song. They, they did, yeah. Uh, the image role, Zuyu, yeah. became what is known as the, the rookie killer. Is yeah, it? she because was. She, single-handedly, every advertisement in Korea wanted her. Yeah. Not and she even, wasn't even like 18 yeah, yet. She's not even, oh my gosh, 14, 15? She, at that time, she was like 15. She yeah. didn't even, they didn't even look for like the seniors anymore. Yeah, it was didn't. just her. Yeah. And that is how you literally kill the whole industry. So, for me, I think maybe just to wrap it up, what happened for me was that I was so invested into the stories of all all, all, all of these trainees, right? That mm. I, I saw their struggle, I saw their desire to win and want to be a singer and all that. And then, even before I, I knew what the group name was, even before I heard their song, you already I was sold. I was on for the ride. And yeah. that's where I've been ever since, you know. And, and so I think for everyone who's uh, kind of still like, you know, maybe like, I don't know. I don't know. K-pop isn't for me. I, I think it's fine. I think like just how Minghan doesn't watch Game of Thrones, how I've still not touched an episode of Black Mirror. They're just things that, you know, we haven't dived yeah. into. And, keep, and I, I will be, I'll be honest, as compared to Game of Thrones, K-pop... A song is just three minutes. A song is just three minutes. We were talking about this before the show. Like, hey, what's that to lose? If you don't like the song, don't like the song. But you don't... The thing is, I think you have to watch the music video. You cannot just listen to the music. A big part of K-pop is their music video. It's a music video. But but we were saying like, if you don't like the song, it's fine. There's always another song. But hey, take a chance on K-pop. What's that to lose? Because if you do like it, you've just found even more reasons to be happy on this planet. Yeah. To enjoy so this We line, were just right? joking about it. I was like, what's the... There's no harm in trying new things. So for me, even... I, I'm, I'm going to probably watch an episode of Black Mirror soon. Yeah. I think the thing with trying new things, we, we'll probably just leave you with this one. Whether it's K-pop, whether it's Game of Thrones, whether it's skydiving or like, you know... Oh my Lord. MMA. I don't know what it is. 
just think about it this way. If you do like it, there's just another reason for you to like life more. If you enjoy it, you enjoy life more. If you don't, then it's just, it's okay, so just move what? on to the next thing. Yeah, just move on to the At next least thing. you tried it and you can tell people like, hey, I tried it, not for me. Yeah, let us know if you guys enjoyed this podcast and what, do you, what are your thoughts about K-pop? If you want us to talk more about this topic, mm-hmm. we'd definitely love to. Yeah. Um, yeah, you can definitely find a lot more people who love to talk about this topic. But thanks for listening in. I hope, Def- I hope you picked something up. Yeah. You took something away and you have a bit more knowledge to talk about your friends who are the crazy ones who, who buy merchandise and go for concerts. Yeah. At least now you know a little bit more about their lives and the effect of... And why um, they like this. Everything on them. Uh, have a great day, guys. Thanks for listening in. Tag us if you're listening. Tell us what your takeaway is. Man, it's been a good one. Take care. See ya.